Wednesday, life and career growth on Sound Awake. It is 22 minutes uh, to, four, to 5 o'clock on SFM. It's a Wednesday. I'll stab yeah. Good morning this morning. Happy Wednesday. Are you well, mum? Good morning, Abut Mansa. Good morning to the SAFM listeners. I am great, thank you. And how are you? Uh, like this, like that. <laughs> like this, like that. You know, yeah. It, it's kind of difficult to lie to you and say I'm all right because we lie a lot. You know, yeah. So like true. this, like that is kind of okay. You know, good start. Yeah. We can decide <laughs> eight o'clock if you're okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Or maybe yeah, not. Man. Yeah. How yeah. have you been? Um, all is all is all is well. All is well. Um, can't complain. I am just continuing to be grateful for everything that I have in my life, including this platform, of course. So, yeah. We are in the silly season. It's the festive season. We have spent all the money. We have done all the budgets. We have sorted out a lot of things. But today we're talking about something different. Yes. We are all ears. We're talking about using the festive season for your good. Hey, yep. where, do, where do you start? Yes. So, um, I, I just thought that because it's the festive season, it would be so good for me to speak about how to use it for your good. And today we'll be specifically uh, focusing on using it as a time to block bond and play with the kids. So at the end of the year, it's quite common for people to start feeling fatigued, tired, and I think it's going to be a little bit worse this year because of the shock 2020 was for, for, for many of us. And it was a year that was mentally demanding and emotionally exhausting. And it's this tiredness and eagerness to relax that can sometimes lead one to just being complacent with the few weeks left in the year and can't end up using them absolutely doing nothing or using them in a manner that is unresourceful or unhealthy for that matter with Nanda. That's um I thought it would be wise for, for us to start a series where in December where we can speak about how to effectively use, you know, the time that you still have left, you know, for the festive season. And particularly today, we start with how to use this as a time to bond and play with the children. I would demand yeah, a difficult one, Nostavia, because we are spent. We, as you say, we are exhausted. Some yeah. of us were looking forward to shipping the children off to grandma. I suppose yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for those who don't have the liberty of doing that, I would that it's still, you know, it's always wise to try, you know, and I know that a lot of us are feeling very tired and exhausted. But, you know, not everybody has the privilege of shipping children elsewhere or to those who will be receiving these kids who are in the right age, of course, and not but, I mean, those who will be in a space whereby they are children, then we can also just help our kids to have a more memorable Christmas, particularly because of what the pandemic did, you know, not just to us adults, but what it did also to the children. Yes, because of that we tend to forget, don't we? Yeah, we do, we do. 
And I would mention through my personal observations, you know, made in my community, of course, where I've been raised, um, I tend to realize that the festive season can really be centered on the adult's needs and desires and less on what the children may need or even how they may desire to spend their holidays. During the festive season, children can be more neglected in their homes simply because of the lack of ideas on how to keep them occupied. You know, besides spending a lot of money on gadgets, you know, a luxury that not everybody has, especially because of what the COVID pandemic has brought upon in terms of our economy and the financial status of so many people. And, you know, instead of feeding them, you know, junk food or feeding them the TV or Netflix, I, I believe that there's something more that we can try to do for our kids if we can you know, try and make an effort to be more intentional on spending the festive season to strengthen and nurture the parent-child relationship. And I know that, sorry, I would wonder, yes? I was just curious, Astabia, uh, because sometimes we, ne- we, we assume we understand that what it is that children want. And then, obviously, the issue of age comes into play. If they're, you know, school-going age, you can probably have a discussion with them to see what it is that they would like if you can plan accordingly. But then you have toddlers as well, whom we neglect. We plonk them in front of the TV, throw toys around them, and that's the end of it. Um, I'm thinking the toddlers probably are tricky this is where you come in and other professionals to say this is how you stimulate a toddler during this time so age is is obviously the thing and i mean um the more they the older they get so past the two years mark past the first thousand days of their lives it becomes more um easier to engage with them and to start planning on how to, you know, intentionally stimulate and develop them. But when they are little, it, it becomes more, you know, demanding in terms of you, the parents, to say now, you need to think of ways on how to do this. And, you know, Unolize Madinga, who is a, a creative and educational practitioner, she says that for the toddlers, you know, you can start using... Um, Things like, you know, uh, playing with different types of things, you know, including playing with things that are edible, you know, so putting uh, food coloring maybe in their cereal and, you know, using that to, to create a fun thing to paint on paper so that as they are painting using their, their hands or their, their little fingers and they're painting on it and if they stick it, stick it in their mouth, it's still safe for them to eat. So she says, that, um, you know, as I was speaking to her, in, 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 you know, uh, because of a magazine that I do have called Make Me Great Again, I was actually writing on this article, and she was giving me advice and recommendations on how actually a parent who has a toddler can do this. So involving them in small things like that or creating toys alongside with them, playing with them, you know, and, and interacting with them, speaking to them, telling stories to them, you know, is, is a fun way of interacting with them intentionally, you know, talking to them, even though they may not respond, Abutmanta, you'd be surprised 
to the manner of how a child's brain works like a brain of an adult. As you are speaking to them, you are stimulating them, and they will react to you in different ways that are showing that they are actually communicating back with you. Mm. So, of course, as the ages differ, you know, you use different methods or methodologies, but I'm saying it's it's possible to integrate it in our everyday, you know, activities that we may think are just, you know, small things. But if we integrate it together, we start realizing that we can, you know, leverage on the small things that we do every day, but still make them um, a time for play and bonding with the child and the person. Who's best suited to do this, Alstabia? Uh, um, I, I don't know. I tend to think that women do this better uh, and men need to be schooled really and truly to, to get down you know, on all fours and play. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, Abudmanda, we live in a society that has put a lot of the burden of parenting children on women, which is really... Not the ideal situation, but I mean, taking into consideration a lot of things that have catered into building this narrative, you know, and this really started years ago, you know, and with how apartheid changed things, etc. But it's not the responsibility of the mother alone or the female persons in the household when it comes to raising children. And I think we are living in a time where they are now more than ever we need the involvement of the male person to, you know, show up and to be involved and not to be passive when it comes to the interaction of the child and parenting in the home. I say this a lot because, unfortunately, in the society that we now live in, and now that we are in, you know, the 16 days of activism, you know, against women and children, you realize how the image of the man has really been being distorted because of the, the many ugly things that the men are doing out there. And this is not for every man, Abutmanja. So it's the responsibility of every man, wherever they are planted, to start changing this narrative, to say not all men are monsters, you know. Not all men are in their homes to cause havoc and chaos. But as men, you are able to interact. And I know that a lot of the times men don't invest in doing this. But we women, we invest in learning. We invest in finding out. We read books about mantra. We mm. talk. We, you know. So I think for, for, for men, that's where they can start investing their time to say, how can, you know, look on YouTube. How can I create a little toy car using the, the, the brown paper part of toilet paper, you know. And you do that and you, you start seeing which you know, you can learn certain things and you can unlearn certain things as well. So I know that naturally the maternal instincts are there with mother, but naturally, you know, the, the, the paternal instincts are also there. So men need to just tap more into them and understand how to unlock that part of them. And it's there, you know, it's I, there. I tell you what, you lead, we follow. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I remember when the lockdown started, uh, a lot of us were talking about uh, it takes 21 days to um, kill old habits and uh, you know adopt new habits. So we've had close to 200 days or more to do mm. that. And one of those, hopefully, is uh, because we're spending more time at home, is re-looking at how best 
we can bond with these children, how best we can get them to talk to us and uh, yeah. articulate how they really and truly feel. It's like asking a child who's just come back from school and they had a bad day. Because I find sometimes children find themselves in a space where they always want to impress you and they're not oh. really going to tell you what actually happened at school because they don't want to see the anger or the disappointment oh. on your face. For for us to, to get over that, to get children to feel confident that uh, you will address how they how the how school went and how they feel in the way that puts them right. Absolutely, it's beautiful. I would mention that's exactly what it is. Hey, we need to learn, Xe. Yes, yeah, we, we are learn, all learning. We but, are all growing. But but now, Ostavia, uh, uh, when you talk to parents now, what are they saying? Are they going to be able to do that? Are they worried? Is there pressure? Because obviously, people have had to make a lot of adjustments. Do you think it's doable in in twenty twenty? Do you think it's the lesson we will carry all the time to say, um, as we know, it's this, it, the silly season is coming. It's got its its hallmarks. We can improve mm. them and you know play a bit more. So, while I know that you know this 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 topic is not really to uh, to provoke anxiety in parents, but it's to say. Let us be more intentional, and simply because, like I said in the beginning, you know, as, as I was reflecting on my own, you know, as a parent, to say, I tend to forget that the pandemic didn't just happen to me, you know, and then I'm an adult. It happened to all of us, and this is inclusive of our children. So more than any time, this year is more important for us uh, parents to be a little bit more sensitive and more intentional on, on how to do this. And I'm saying it is doable. And I even have, you know, you know, uh, practical things that, for example, that what a parent can do in their home in order to, you know, implement this. So this is just to help us to be more intentional. So that's why I'm coming to say this is how we can also do it. So it's not about you wanting to be extra perfect or, you know, but it's just to keep in the front of our mind, not the back of my mind, but in the front of our mind that more than any time this year is even more crucial for us as parents to also be more sensitive to the fact that our children also went through a very traumatic period. You know, their lives changed. Their lives also had to be paused. There's a lot of grieving that they had to do, you know. Some didn't have metric dances, others didn't have uh, had to stop going to school. You know, others had extra pressure when it comes to, you know, their academic career. Some didn't achieve the way they would have normally achieved simply because things were just so chaotic and they were they were changed at school. So I think if we can try this this year to be more intentional in being there for them and you know interacting with them talking to them like i say asking them how i think they are how they feel to those who are able to do that of course and just holding the little ones even more closer to us just to give them that reassurance that you know i am here and we are going to be okay also as well i mean thinking of the possibility of rewriting the maths and physics paper these young people they need an ear and they need somebody to talk to them to say it's it's okay because they must also feel a a little bit lost and very frustrated yeah absolutely so 
Yeah, I mean, just to highlight on, on why it's important on, you know, on playing with, with, with children. According to an article on a site called pediatrics.aapublications.org, it says play allows children to use their creativity while developing their imagination, dexterity, and physical, cognitive, and emotional strength. Play is important to healthy brain development. It is through play that children at a very early age engage and interact in the world around them. And I would demand that this is not this doesn't end in the childhood years. This continues even for us as adults. As we are playing and engaging with these children, something is happening to us mentally. You know, something is happening to us in terms of our imagination and our own creativity as as, as adults. So we are all we become better people, you know, even as we engage in, with our children, as we play with them, as we allow ourselves to reach them at their level, something is also happening within us that is going to benefit us to be better people and to be better parents as well. I, I just enjoyed being taught how to wash dishes by a six-year-old. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. Hey, that I was is being, priceless. The mistakes I was being told that I was making, I thought, hey, <laughs> it's time to retire from this job, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but sure. that, that in itself also just watch, watching either mom and 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 son and daughter, son or daughter or dad with a daughter or son, just mm. following instructions from your little one because then I, I think as you say from a, a confidence level point of view and others as well it helps them give 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 them confidence and they, you know stand their ground. Absolutely, I would mind that. Um. When I used to run antenatal classes for pregnant moms in my community, this is one of the things that Flourish taught me. And I, I, I want to quote this from the Flourish host guidebook I, I have. It says, food and warmth will keep children alive, but love, talk, and play will make your children thrive. Talking to your children, playing with him or her, and showing affection will help them feel loved and this confidence of the So this is just to reiterate what you're saying, to say the more we engage with our children, the more we get to understand and learn who they are, how they are wired, the best way we can, of course, the more this actually increases and boosts their confidence and self-esteem. You need to teach us how to say to these young people, time out. Because <laughs> once they get on the roll, yes, they talk yes. and they talk and they talk and they talk yes. and to a point where parents start feeling brain fatigue and we start <laughs> feeling guilty because here's yeah. a young person engaging me, they're talking. But hey, Mina, the lights have suddenly gone out. <laughs> you know? And yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? That's so good, I would like to say. Let's also remind our kids that we are not superhuman. You know, we are not super dad and super mom. As much as when they look at us, they, they can't help but feel like, you this is my superhero. That's how I feel about my dad. But um, as we grow with them, we start to teach them boundaries and teach them you know, how also to be able to be observant of our our gestures and our body language to say, you know what, 
Gami, I get tired, boy or little girl. You know, my angel, you know, now I feel tired. Mommy has to rest or daddy has to rest. Let's let's keep this for, for later or let's keep this for tomorrow. You know, that's one thing I've had to teach my own child to say. There's a time where I yeah. need to be able to say no to him, not because I'm dismissing him, but because I want to give him my full attention. And if I'm not able to give him my best at that time, I tell him, Good, you know what, for now... I'm still busy doing this. Can I just finish this off so that I can give you my time? So these are the things that as we interact with our kids, we, we infuse it as life skills to say, how do you teach them to say, to understand when somebody says no and I'll not to take it? Yes. Arisha Bimo. Hey, this okay. time is very jealous. We are on the hey. roll. But hey. as we say, to be continued. We'll continue next week, yeah, with the practical ways of how to implement this. Absolutely. Thank you so much for planting the seeds. I've got some homework, so we'll all talk more next week on this issue. Very interesting issue. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a fabulous Wednesday, my sister. You too, with my glad. Lovely. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. behavior expert uh, talking to us about how to engage these young people. Yeah, we'll bring you more next week. Same.